back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. on coach i gotta coach you up now coach yeah i'm the coach well we're all in trouble then (laughs) (laughs) one thing for sure two things for certain we gonna try though coach we gonna try johnny you still there oh i'm still here i'm on i'm like buttered popcorn buddy hey johnny i got i got coach darlington was coach darlington coaching at nebraska when you was there no 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 he was not his his son played for us yeah Son had 120 yards uh, in a game, and then uh, uh, in practice, he with that astroturf, he blew his knee. Right, and never played again. Yeah, he, he was. He's doing player. very well, though. He uh, works for Eli Lilly, a pharmaceutical sales rep, and I think he's about ready to retire. If he wow. hasn't already. <laughs> Oh, that makes me really feel old. <laughs> wow. That's what Rodney. Hey, How do you think it makes me question. feel? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's my son. Yeah. yeah. What a great kid. Yeah, he's a good so, kid. So 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 I wanna ask I wanna before we before we get into that in the school real quick, I wanna ask you, uh, Coach Darlington, Johnny kinda told us what that OU rivalry meant to him. What is that OU in you rivalry? Where did it come from? Why does it mean so much? Well, uh, 18 out of 20 years, uh, there was a stretch. The winner of the game went to the Orange Bowl, maybe played for the national championship. In fact, Gary Gibbs and I, I've never met, talked to Gary except on the field before games. And he was coaching uh, at Oklahoma, and he said, well, I hope next year in Norman – the two of us will be standing here together and chatting about whoever wins goes, maybe plays for the national championship mm-hmm. and goes to the Orange Bowl. And uh, it was that way 18 out of 20 years. We busted the coverage against Missouri when they were on the one-yard line, had nobody deep, and they threw a 99-yard pass. Otherwise, it would have been 19 out of 20 years. Coach, but, how do you uh, remember all that? Well, I can't remember my grandkids' names. <laughs> I can't you, remember my. I got mine in my phone, Coach. Yeah. Well, These are my great grandkids, though. But I got yeah, so I many of them, I have to put that. them in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, the record between in the 26 games that I was a part of coaching against Oklahoma. The record is thirteen to thirteen. Now we oh, blew, great. We blew a couple games in the seventies. You know, we didn't have a prevent defense, and they threw a flea flicker and uh, beat us on the last play in the seventies. And and uh, our buddy Keith Jackson pushed off my corner and caught a touchdown, and they didn't call it an interference, but. Uh, and then, you know, we beat them badly when they went on probation. Uh, I saw in the paper, Scott's uh, uh, 97, we beat them like 59 or 69 to 7. And I know one year down there. 96. 
We played them, and uh, seven, seven, neither team eight. scored in the first quarter, and I think we won 79 to something. <laughs> the stadium was empty by, except for the Nebraska <laughs> now, people. Let me ask you this, Coach Darrington. How would you defend Johnny Rogers if you had to put a game plan together to defend Johnny? Oh, we'd Johnny. knock the crap out of him. He'd, <laughs> he'd be out of the game in the first quarter. Well, Johnny, must, must I'd, be, put must be another my, clip. I'd put one of my NFL corners that I was blessed to coach, and they overcame coaching. Oh, we would, we'd have to double him some. You'd hit him, though. Well, we'd play bump and run on him. We'd vary the coverage because he's too too great an athlete to I get the just try coach. to one. I get the underneath yeah. route of him. Yeah. So. We'll get no, somebody it, on top of they it. triple teaming you now, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, how do you beat? How do you beat the triple team, Johnny? Well, we just go to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who would have been? Who would have been on the other side, Johnny, when you played? Frosty Anderson. Yeah, yeah, Frosty. Dang, see, that's what I'm saying. When you, you guys, uh, uh, when when you talk about this OU game, I this is what I remember when it was OU week. The level and the intensity at practice went up about 20 notches. Well, it's, you know, when OU week comes, it's, again, 18 out of 20 years. Do you want to go on the beach or do you want to go to Phoenix to the festival? You know, I like the beach. The (laughs) nude beach was right next to the hotel. You take one look at the nudes and then never look again because of the shape of bodies weren't worth <laughs> looking at through the through the uh, bushes but uh, no it was uh, you know the two dominant programs in the nation uh, uh, when Johnny played in the 70s before I got here they'd won two games two national championships and the rule changed when they pushed him out of bounds and 72 came after the play a month or so later, or Nebraska would have won then, too. Mm. And, uh, of course, we upset them, their best team in 79 and uh, then had to replay them. And, and uh, the thing I remember about that game, uh, the last play of the game, uh, Craig Johnson scored to make it a seven-point win for OU. And on the sideline, Barry Switzer collapsed and was pounding the ground because I would not necessarily be accusing him, but I assume he had money on the game. <laughs> and, and, they lost, and they lost the point spread. And John Melton on the plane back, uh, a day later he said, you know, it's never good to lose. But he said there are a lot of happy people in uh, Nebraska that uh, don't feel it was quite that bad because of that <laughs> last touchdown. That that made y'all that made y'all cover the spread at that point. Johnny, what's your most memorable moment playing Oklahoma or game? Well, my most memorable game. Yeah, or, or moment against Oklahoma was it the punt return? No, like I said, it was a third down and ten catch. Because that, that was for all the marbles. If we don't make that first down, then we don't win the game. If uh, The punt return was probably the most exciting 
play that we that I had. Uh, but the uh, the most significant uh, one was the third and ten yard catch, and uh, it was a shoestring catch. But uh, you, we always believe if you touch it, you had to catch it. So it wasn't that big a deal. But it was far more difficult. And if we didn't get it, then it was over. We were more than like we had to get the ball back. Rico, let's play the let's play the second Johnny Rogers uh, clip. Let's see if you remember this, Johnny. The high end over ender into that win. Johnny Rogers takes it at the two. He runs out to the five, to the ten, to the fifteen, to the twenty, the thirty. He's to the forty. He's going to go all the way. Johnny Rogers, man, woman, and child, he's gone. <laughs> you remember that? That's Johnny? the kickoff return. Yeah, I, I want you to. I'm going to put a thumbtack in that, Coach. We're going to talk a little bit about. Because I'm going to come back with that same kickoff return. I'm going to throw it to break, make sure I'm on top of these breaks. Are we good? Okay, good. Okay, so – okay, good. So, 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 Johnny, what was it about your ability to return punts and kicks that gave you that special oomph? Well, I'm telling you, seriously, for Sean, it was that I knew I had help. Uh, on the punt return, so the, my guy, the first thing they had to do was make sure they got that first man so I could uh, so I could catch the ball. And they had to get the first man. So we knew that. Once he got the first man, I was going to be able to catch the ball and we can get started. On uh, kickoff or return, there's a matter of getting the wedge, the wedge buster. They, they bust that wedge, and you got to change direction of the field and, and, and take off. But you got to come in there at full speed. Uh, it's like it's going to open up and have faith that it will. Uh, sometimes it didn't, and you went right into a, a brick wall. But I just had the type of team that kept me confident because I knew I was never out there by myself. I was never going to be left hanging. More times than not, everybody did what they were supposed to do. Sometimes things might have went awry, but more times than not, that they were everybody got their assignments taken care of and done a little bit of extra work. And that as a team, I never felt like I was an individual uh, trying to make it on my own, I, I figured I had ten more guys that was working with me, and we were going to work it out. And more times than not, we did. Absolutely, Coach D. You didn't you didn't coach a lot of defensive backs in your lifetime. Who's the best one? Boy, I had so many kids that went to the NFL and played for us. Uh, it's hard to identify the one guy that I sometimes talk about as Baron Miles. Because uh, he was 5'10", ran 4'6", uh, wasn't, uh, but he's as competitive a person as I've ever been around. And he went to Canada after being cut by the Steelers uh, after an injury he got as a rookie. And uh, made he coaches in Canada now and was all Canada for I don't know, six, seven, eight years. But if you were playing him in tiddlywinks, it would be like the world championship of tiddlywinks. <laughs> if you're playing him one-on-one -on -one basketball, I mean, he was an unbelievably competitive guy. But uh, the problem is, in a good way, I was blessed with so many good players. In fact, uh, Warfield got drafted by Kansas City in the second round. He played safety for us. They drafted him as a corner, and the coordinator called me, and uh, he said, why didn't you play him at corner? And, and I was trying to be polite. I said, Coach, 
We have a lot of good players back there. I can't put them all at corner. <laughs> and that was true. You know, every one of those kids went to the league. Well, it's funny that you would say that about Baron, and I had a, I had a joy to be able to play with Baron. But Johnny's got the same spirit, that same competitive spirit, yeah, even sure. now in his advanced age of 60. He's still got the competitive spirit. Like, I won't even play him in racquetball. I don't want no parts of it. Oh, no. Anybody can beat you in racquetball. No <laughs> Anybody can beat Bershon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's like cheating. <laughs> well, I, I get him, Coach, because I'll beat a midget with a club. I don't care. <laughs> no, no breaks for him. I want him to come on down and play. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just I'm just same thing, you know, that competitive spirit. Do you feel like we kind of lost that a little bit? We lost our competitive spirit? Well, as I mentioned before, the biggest problem teams that are losing have to overcome is to expect to win. Uh, Nebraska last year, how many one score or less than one score games did they lose? The last two, they had to work at it to lose to Michigan State and Iowa with radical mistakes, and uh, they played good enough to lose. Now they've got to understand we've got to play good enough to win. We can win. We've got enough talent to win. And uh, the mentality thing, to me, is the biggest thing to overcome. They've got to go out there, and I know this is a tough week with Oklahoma, but in a lot of the Big Ten schools, we'll be underdogs most games. But you have to have the mentality, no matter what's happening early, you're going to win. Uh, we got out to Colorado one year, and uh, they were up on us two touchdowns in the first quarter. Kids come off to the bench, and kids said, hey, it's Colorado. It doesn't matter. We're going to win. There wasn't any panic or anything like that. We expected to win. The fact right. that a couple, couple things went bad early, hey, it's a 60-minute game. You've got to get that mentality that, hey, we're going to win. There's going to be negative things that happen. We may fall behind. It doesn't matter. We are going to win the game. Mm. Sure. And, and I think Johnny would agree with that, too. Wholeheartedly, Coach, wholeheartedly. You know, we, we believed it, and we believed that things come to you as you believe. You believe you can, or you believe you can't. Wherever you believe, you're probably going to be right. And we believed we could win. We believed we could win every single game. When we did uh, lose, we were shocked. And exactly. ended with some mental mistake. But more times than not, we believed we are going to win, and we did. And, and we did whatever we could do to make that happen. And like I said, sometimes people have to do more than they're capable of. And then they're capable of doing more than they do. They just, just got to be in it. You got to believe. You got. You could. If you do give it everything you got, you're going to pull it out. At the wire. Did you? Come, if it's at the wire, you just got to. It's just lost. Long, long as time don't run out. But Johnny, we, that's Johnny, what I said. Never lost a game. Time just ran out. Right, but Johnny, did you come equipped with that mentality, or did you? Was that a learned mentality once you got to Nebraska? Well, I think that's the kind of mentality that I developed over the years, just coming to Nebraska. Uh, but whenever, I, when I did get to Nebraska, I was able to get 
with a group of other guys who had that same type of mentality. So it really wasn't with Willie Harper and, and, and Richie Glover, John Dutton, Monty Johnson. We all had that attitude. We all had an attitude, and so it was a collective attitude. You can't think you're going to pull it off by yourself, but you think you got, you're going to pull it off with your team because you got the personnel, the people that could do it, and they're willing to do whatever is necessary to win. Yeah, Winning I'm, isn't I'm, everything, Brashawn, but at Nebraska, we rate it right up there with oxygen. It's pretty <laughs> darn important. Hey, on that note, we're going to throw it to break. But when we get back, Coach D, I want to ask you, and you can be thinking about this this now, is the same kind of question. Did you guys teach that mentality, or you had the, the, the older guys that already knew it teach the, the current guys or the new guys that mentality? More, live from Wingstop. I'm with Johnny Rogers. I'm with Coach Darlington. I'm with the black shirt. Coleman's here. Jake, the other Jake Sorensen is here. It's the captain on the ticket, 93.7. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.